This week's episode from Nerds Amalgamated. Um, with me, as usual, we have the professor and the DJ. Hey all. Um, yeah, welcome along. And yeah, thank you for the feedback we've received from some people again. And it's greatly appreciated. Um, first up this week, I recall, Professor, you had a shout out that we missed last week. Uh, yes, last week was Marilyn Monroe's... Uh... Sorry, I can't remember off the top of my head if it was the anniversary of her death or her birthday. Okay. Sorry to put you on the spot like that. It was just something I just I just bounced off. Here we go. Just anniversary of her death. Anniversary of her death. And I think one of you had one as well, if you remember it. Uh, probably the DJ. Mm, I don't think so, no. no I got nothing. If he did, he can't remember. Anyway, moving along. Um, as I say, a quick game. So no, no more tardiness. Okay, um, Professor, you were saying we need AI. Yep, the title of the article I've, um, I'm referencing this week is about AI. Well, the whole article is about AI in the home. The title is Working Parents Need AI to Lighten the Load. And it's an opinion piece about, about how we can use AI in the home and whether it's worth or needed. Okay. And I'm all for it. I mean, I made an eye designing a, um, like automatic house thingy. I an automatic don't see house any thingy. reason. Yeah. If that's not with, with going with the, um, whatchamacallit and thingamabob and so forth. Yeah, exactly. And the kajigger. We've <laughs> got a kajigger it. in the cupboard. <laughs> and anyway, the main article of the, the main argument of the article is that the number of families where both adults work full time is increasing over time. So we need to offset some of that workload with better AI and robots. Okay. I was actually having a bit of a look at this, and I have to say I like the idea of a thing now, although um, yeah, it's not likely to happen. But also I noticed um, the article you've got there, the stats are for UK. Yeah, so I imagine it's uh, the same for most developed countries. I actually had a quick look, just out of curiosity, the stats for Australia. And we're actually two-thirds, according um, to stats. Um, two-thirds of parents, two, like families have both parents working? Yeah, um, 61% are both working oh, wow. in 2006. And then 27% have a stay-at-home mother. 5% have a stay-at-home, then 7% have jobless. And the 7% jobless, status quo, and that's actually been reducing from 12%. And... The stay-at-home dad is shown a one percent increase over the last. The stay-at-home mum has dropped. And so, compared to the statistics in the UK article, only thirty-five percent of families have both male and female parents of full-time jobs. Yeah. So that means we've got almost double that. Although the stats on Australia, it's quite, it says both parents are working, but a lot of it only seems to be the mother. The, um, Casual or part-time work? Okay. It's only saying like 20, 20 hours listen. But I know... That would explain that... the difference because this article splits them. Yeah. Unfortunately, <clears throat> didn't give me enough of a breakdown on the data. But I know lots of blokes that I've worked with that have taken on the role of stay quite happy. They get to spend time with kids growing up. They've they worked, their wives have studied a city or whatever. And then now advancing in the career when they're more money and instead of driving trucks or whatever they're going hey i can take a casual with the kids i think it comes down to when when uh, as soon as a kid is born the dad's world is all centered around the kid the kids the center of his world basically 
Well, yeah, but that's always been the case for, for most fathers. In reality, a lot of them were working extra hours, extra money. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, my family's probably not the best example of it because we all tend to be workaholics in a way. Uh, but yeah, I got my oldest brother was working 80 to 100 at one point. Um, before I started uni, I was working, yeah, easily. And I don't even... I don't so, want you to have kids. Thank you. I know the sort of person you are, and I can't imagine you having kids would be any good. Thanks a lot. <laughs> My nephews and nieces are the cool ones. Even though I keep telling them the thing, <laughs> they never believe me. They always think I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, that's the problem with kids. They never listen. That's what happened with them. You keep telling me. <laughs> so when we tell you to grow up, you understand why. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need, we need how. Yes. <laughs> what was it from the, the Jetsons? Um, Rosie. 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 We need Rosie and Hal, because Hal was a bit evil. Oh, he wasn't evil. He was just doing his job. He was murdering. He was told, don't tell the humans what the secret mission is. But he was also told, obey the humans. So he did the one thing he could do that would mean that he didn't have to tell the humans. Oh, man. It also reminds me of um, Ultra, Ultra House 3000 from The Simpsons. Remember that? Remember that good episode? No. This one. Like, is there some part of no that you? The, oh, the end part. No. Actually. It is the end. Uh-huh. You, you should be used to it, buddy. You told no on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's a good idea having AI in the home. But like I said, you have to go through a lot of ethical issues, like privacy. I don't think so. Okay, so what's the difference between having AI and a nanny employing as Or having an AI that runs your house or an always-on phone that will listen to everything you say. And as far as an automated house, uh, Bill Gates has got one and there's actually a lot of... There's, there's companies in Brisbane that actually do it for. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be fun. Imagine having an automated house. That is the topic of discussion. Uh-huh. We could... could everyone could get PDJ put and go, do not allow this... <laughs> yeah, it's like when you go to the uh, the Seven Elevens in the dodgy part of town. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll I'll, I'll find a way. <laughs> I'll find a way. Yeah, I like the AI in the home. Although it's interesting that um, the stats for Australia are showing that actually almost a, almost fifty percent of men are taking times off take, taking time off work as part of parental. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I like. We, we need more AI in the home. More, well, just, but moving along, otherwise we'll stay. Um, Code Gears sequel. Give it to us, DJ. Tell us about it. Oh, yes. Yeah, so a couple of days ago, another trailer for the new Code Gears series, uh, uh, movie ca- came out, and it's called, the title's called Lelouch of the Resurrection, and it looks very, co- looks very cool. So it's just mm-hmm. basically the... the Basically, saying um, life after the life after what happened in the first Code Gear series, and um, yeah, it looks really nice. I like the um, art, art style, the cinematography looks beautiful. Awesome. And, and basically, this is coming out in Japan on October twenty October twenty one. Oh, no, that's yeah. the no, that's the trilogy. The, the this is this is part of the film trilogy, by the way. One's the uh, Lelouch of the Rebellion, the Awakening Path, which is coming out October 21. Lelouch of the Rebellion, the Rebellion Path, for February 10, and oh, there's a couple of other film series. But yeah, I can't wait for this movie to come out. Good to see this franchise up and running again. What was this one actually about? I never watched it. You never watched Lelouch? It was, um, no, because um, at the time I was traveling. 
Okay. Didn't have uh, Foxtel. It's about the invasion of Japan by the Holy Britannian Empire, and they're no longer called Japan. They're called Colony Fifty Three, I think it was no. called. Area Eleven. That's one. That's it. Area Eleven. But glad to see you got it right. In the... Yeah, and Lelouch is actually the son or grandson of the Holy Britannian Emperor. Emperor, but he fighting back again, fighting free Japan, Britannia. And he has a special ability called Code the, the Gears, which was yeah. given to him by CC, who's in the latest one as well. I saw a clip. Yeah, yeah. So the movie, I think, is set. I think four years after the series, so it's gonna be. Fun. Uh, but basically, um, Professor, um, at the uh, there's a, there are a couple of stories. One is the li- um, liberation of Japan from Britain from the Britannia Empire. Don't give away. Don't give away. Oh, no, no. The, the second story is basically um, Lelouch trying to find the mystery of his birth and whatnot. But the ge- the gears, he has a... Yeah. You have to watch it. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. Okay. Yeah. And Lots there's also... Robots. Yeah. The Mecca is awesome. Oh, there's Mecca in this one? Yeah. Actually, at this point, probably what doesn't have Mecca. Yeah. It, it, it's good to watch. Sold out online? Yeah. No, they do not have uh, Code Gears on Netflix. Damn it. <laughs> I'll have to find another source. Maybe Crunchyroll. Maybe. Or um, Anime Lab. But yeah, no, it isn't cool. No, it, it's one of those enjoyable series where you watch it, have a good, good time. A good... Yeah, how long has it been since the series ended? Was 2010? Um, um, the anime series ran for 50 episodes from 2008. Wow, Life 10 is... years afterwards. Licensed for an English version by Bandai in 2007. It's not the the longest thing to get a a, a revival. No, um, Doctor Who smashed that record. Yeah, or uh, the thing from 1975 to 2011, which I think was even longer. What about the Alien movies? No, they're not. It's not even close to. Okay. Yeah, Alien. Uh, Alien Three was the mid 80s, I think, but Alien Four was like. The 90s, I can't remember. And, yeah, before it's revival to who was last running the 80s for a new Yeah, show. 86 off to my head. Yes, I, I remember sitting there. We used, we used to watch it religious. Yeah, there was the Alien Resurrection was 997. <laughs> well, there was Prometheus and Covenant. Nobody likes them anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, it was 1989, actually. Okay. Oh, and it was brought go. back in 2005, 2006. But the uh, the the thing was seventy five to twenty eleven. Yeah. There might have been comics and stuff in between, but who really counts them? I heard a proposal for a reboot of Mash. Oh no! Don't ruin that. <laughs> but instead of being in um, the Korean War, it was over somewhere like Afghanistan or somewhere like that. Oh no! But it was going to have. Um, but Alan, well, no, Alan Alda was going to be part of it, so it was going to be still be funny. But, um, yeah, I think the reason why it didn't work was they wanted Robin Williams to be playing the part that Alan had played, and he didn't want to. Alan Alda wanted to have him stick to the... Yeah, well, um, I watch uh, Mork and Mindy with my girlfriend, and the script for Mork was usually basically Mork does something, and then uh, everyone just had to react to it. Yeah, it was. But moved off topic again. Um, is there anything further for us about the uh, no, nothing, no, nothing, I, I, nothing. I got nothing. What do you got? I got nothing. You sure? 
Yeah, sure, sure. Takes the longest. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, next topic up is from me. Fallout seventy is not. They're, they're, oh, moving away, they're moving away from. What was it really necessary though for Bethesda to do that? Really, Bethesda? Really, guys, you want to take it away from Steam? <laughs> uh, maybe Steam hasn't been paying the disc post. Maybe they just want to control it. It always annoys me when people do this though, because it's just such a huge bloody pain to have twenty different accounts. Accounts, yeah, yeah, and run twenty different uh gateways and clients and all of that just chewing up your arm if you want to have your friends open but yeah it's, un- it's unfortunate but bethesda's big enough like able to move away from steam if steam has it like i'm not sure of all the details on it the article doesn't specify exactly why but yeah it's just a, a, it's just one of those little things be aware Fallout 76 will not it, on the on both the beta and the full version when it comes out will not be available yeah yeah, they're replacing the beta with um with early early releases like last I saw. But anyway, um, still looking like a cool game. You can have, yeah, you can get together with your friends and have your own band, take photos, and be traveling musicians. I'm looking forward to it. I just hope it's good. And you can get the cookbook that we spoke about last week and cook up yep. some of the recipes to eat while you're playing the game. Yeah, make up a bottle of uh, Nuka Cola, keep it in your your little mini fridge under your desk. Actually, I saw something about a fridge you can actually keep on your desk. It's only for one one can. I'm not sure if it was USB plug-in. I might have to... I've seen USB mug warmers. I've seen USB mug warmers. Um, but this was a single can cooler for keeping your can of drink cold. And I'm just thinking it's not a bad idea, but I would just like it to be in a bigger size so I can get a bottle of water. Yeah, that would be nice. But anyway, don't want to give away. Um, so games this week, DJ, whatever you've been. Uh, I've still been playing um, Quake Champions. Um, Back off from the mic. <laughs> I am away from the mic. Um, but further, yeah, I've been further. playing. You'll hear further, you. further. I've been playing um, Quake Champions more uh, recently because okay. recently uh, a new update has came out and it, intro- and it also came with a new character. And I've been having fun with this new character. Who is it? Um, Dead Knight, I think it is called. Is it a classic character or a new one? Uh, hang on a second. It is... I think it's a new one. Yeah, it's the Dead Knight. Okay. Um, old friend we've seen from Quake Champions, but it looks really, co- it looks really cool. I've been playing playing him. He's got an active ability known as Flame Strike, which is, some, which is just basically firing three fireballs directly from his sword. And it looks cool. really good, really nice. So he's got a sword. Does that make him a melee character? Uh no. No, he still has the he still carries the guns and the and whatnot. Okay, so he's not, not gonna be changing the game into a mobile. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. For those who missed last week, the DJ asked a stupid question. And we're still really Yep. That's the one Death Knight. That's the, he's from Quake Champions. Death Knight. Yeah. So he's from the game he's in? Yeah. Death Knight, isn't that the title they gave to the prince in Warcraft? That's the Lich Frozen King. Throne? That's no, the Lich the King. No, not oh. the Lich King. The Lich King was no, the uh, Death Knight was a class. Death Knight's a class in World of Warcraft. I didn't ask World of Warcraft. I said in Warcraft, he frozen. Wasn't he the Death Knight? Wasn't a class. Um, there was a name of I don't character. think it... That was what the Lich used to call him. Uh, wait. Yeah, he became the Death Knight, the Scourge. 
Arthur's. Anyway, so they've got a new we'll character. One day. Is there anything special about him? Apart Besides... from wielding a sword like he did in World of Warcraft, Warcraft 3. Uh, um, no, he's not, he wasn't in Warcraft 3. Don't make uh... me come over there and slap you. <laughs> Um, it, with this new with this new character, um, besides the um, he's got his active ability is flame strike. He's just shooting three fireballs. He's got. Where does he shoot the three fireballs from? From DJ? <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he does shoot fireballs. No, you said where does he shoot them from? Um, where does he shoot them from? From his sword. From his sword. Oh, 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 oh are you are you Oh, my head is going to hurt from this. Um, anyways, I'm moving along. He's also got um, passive abilities such as Forged Skin and Charring, which makes him fireproof. So he which, can uh... run through his own fireballs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. To... Oh. So um, did you have to eat chilies or something to get the fireball? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't see Oh, yeah, I see him. He's right with the, where the mouse is, you know? Jesus is holding your mouse. <laughs> oh, no, gee. he's not because he would make you. Anyways, as I was saying, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been playing with this character for a while, and pretty good character to play to play with on Quick Champions. Yeah, and um, my my only I was supposed to say this on my um on the other episode, but my my I have a couple of gripes with the, with Quick Champions, and that's the lag the lag time. It's just very laggy at. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I can't say I've had that problem at all. You've never had that problem? I've been having no. that problem for a while, actually. My biggest complaint is how long it takes to get between matches. Yeah, yeah, that's the that was my other second that was my second complaint. Like it takes about ten minutes, ten minutes minimum. No, not that long. It takes a couple of minutes, but still longer than I'd like. Yeah. I'd like bigger maps and more people involved. <laughs> Don't say that too loud or they'll make it a battle royale game. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, really wanted that big. Um, just send a link there through. <sighs> if you have, open that up and have a look, second character from the top, Arthur, yes, Lorderon, who after he took up the Rune Blade became a death, the knight. death knight, and he merged later with Azul, become the Lich. He wasn't the Lich at first; he was the Death Knight. Yeah. Uh, um. Sorry, folks. We have to slap him in. I I like the character model from Quake Champions, so. I haven't I played um, with him yet, but the way he looks is just really nice. With the horns in out the side of you. Yeah. A little bit more gritty than... Skull, I think. Yeah. Half decayed core. Mm. Hmm. I bet you he'll be in Doom. He'll be in the next he'll be in the next Doom game. Maybe. Well, there are already Death Knights in Doom, I think. Aren't they the skeletons with the rocket launchers on their shoulders? Oh uh, no, that's Revenants. Oh. So anything else especially exciting we should be aware of? Um, well, I, I bet you there'll be more characters coming out soon, but yeah, nothing, nothing special. No, okay. nothing special. Um, Professor, you've got armor. Yep. <coughs> Sorry, just, just I've... to make sure you're still playing the same. Yeah. 
I haven't had much time to play anything else this week. So I played Armor 3, okay. which uh, I have a, a basically a club I get together with once a week to play. Okay. Where uh, the Undesirables, if anyone listening wants to look us up. And uh, there's a bit of a story behind that name. Our previous group, uh, Rifling Matters, split up and ended up with a faction that was invite only going off. And because we uh, couldn't get in with the faction, we were just like, let's just call ourselves Undesirable and make our own own group with Blackjack and Hookers. Hey, I'm in. <laughs> you had me with Blackjack. Fair enough. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, Armor Free is a, a military simulation. Uh, combined arms. So in the mission Tuesday, we had uh, our infantry deploying off, off boats, which also had artillery cannons we could call in. And we had a Harrier that was on station to provide air support. And the plot was that we were capturing a, an island back off a separatist group so they couldn't attack shipping lanes. Sounds a lot. I really enjoy it. We um, we alternate between modern times and World War II. And I think I prefer the World War II missions more just because I love the uh, bold action rifles. But, but uh, I still enjoy the, the level of tactics and teamwork that goes into a successful mission. And since we have a, a player who is, well, we have a game master who can react to us and he punishes us if we aren't behaving, it really keeps you on your toes. If we forget to check a, a corner, he'll bring in reinforcements from that side. So he's he's not out to ruin our day. He's just out to keep us on our toes and make sure we don't screw up. Wasn't there a zombie mod at one stage for Armor 3? For Armor 2, and it was called DayZ. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are they going to carry? Are they going to do that for Armor Three as well, or are they going to keep it well, at Armor they Two? They split it off to its own game. It was a mod, but the guy who made the mod got hired by Bohemia, who is the company that makes it, and he stuck with them just long enough for them to get get started, and then basically split and went and made his own game company. Nice. I have a lot of criticisms of the guy, mostly around um his uh his team management and how he doesn't seem to stick around to finish a project but i suppose when you're getting bought out for as much as he was you don't have to but dayz is actually going to beta finally i don't believe it's happened yet but sometime soon it should go to beta actually they there's something i've been seeing floating around on facebook at different times something possibly uh yeah they said the get the release for dayz at 2018 but I haven't heard anything. Well, the release for DayZ was supposed to be 2013, I believe. It just kept getting pushed back, although they are implying that they're going to go to beta very soon. Yeah. They've uh, they've got it on, like, stress test. I just so. did a Google search on Armor 3 for some images to see some of the gameplay stuff. And they've got Armor 3 cart. You oh, yes. You go-karts. The April Fool's DLC. Ah. They added go-karts to the game for April Fool's a few years back. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> get it, get into the combat zone quickly in your little go-kart. If you're into uh, some of the some of the mods, a lot of them actually have go-karts as randomly spawning vehicles. So you can pick them up and use them for military purposes. Or you could just Sweet. set up your own map with them. There's even a race course at the airport that they set up. <laughs> you like the fact that they take the time out to... Oh yeah, and they've, um, they're working on a game that I really wish I could play, but it's Xbox only. It's their take on a post-apocalyptic game. It's called Vigor, 
It's set in 1991 in post-apocalyptic Norway. And oh, I reckon it would be a pretty, uh, pretty alright place to be, apart from the cold, I guess. You got lots of uh, fresh water. There's so much DLC for this game. Uh, yeah, it's been out since 20. I think the first full release was 2013. Yeah, submarine. Yep, little, uh, little diver deployment submarines. And if you happen to be riding one without a, uh, a wetsuit, when they open the doors, you aren't very happy about it. <laughs> I can't understand why. I wouldn't mean wet. Although the jetpack looks well. A jetpack? Uh, there's a jetpack mod. Ah, uh, mod. I've just found. Um, yeah. Interesting. Although you have to be exhaustible to right next, and there's no shit in your arm. You can burn your arm. Yeah. So anyway, the uh, of the DLC that there is quite a bit of it. Uh, we've got jets, uh, jets and helicopters. They're both big projects to upgrade the air air aspects of the game. Cards mm-hmm. is the obviously April Fool's joke. Uh, Marksman is about snipers. Apex was a full expansion pack, adding uh, a whole new island, new enemies, new uh, content. Then. Laws of War is about civilians and peacekeeping. Okay. Uh, they've got Molden, which is the map we were playing on on Tuesday for free, was uh, an anniversary uh, present sort of thing. And Zeus is an update to the Game Master mode. And there's a mission pack and tanks DLC, which is obviously for upgrading tanks. And <clears throat> sorry, I like the way they do DLC because. They they don't lock anyone out of experiencing the content. It can still be seen like it doesn't split the server. But uh, if you get in it, usually it'll just come up with a little pop up saying this is part of the Jets DLC. Please purchase the DLC. But it will let you keep using it most of the time, I I believe. Um, Sounds pretty. I'm actually I'm just looking at some of the downloadable content, some of the vehicles, and pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it's set in uh, in 2035. The the plot of the main story is that um, there's a Western coalition and an Eastern coalition with Iran and Turkey fighting over the Greek islands, which actually got a couple of their developers arrested. They took a holiday to Greece and took some photos of a, uh, a military base. Oh, yeah, then they were caught for spying or something? Yeah. That's the one. I remember that. I remember a certain story about that, and I think they got they got um released. Uh, it took a long time, but I'm pretty sure they're out now. Yeah, There's definitely a story for telling the, the grandkids about. And this this one time, right in the computer game code, went to take some photos of an of an army base area. We got arrested. <laughs> yeah, it took them uh 218 days before they were released. Apparently, no, it must be a typo. Uh. Make that 129 days. Yeah, 128. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Um, uh, and this week I've actually I've been playing um, Stronghold Kingdoms online. It's a free version to play. And cool. yeah, been building up my little empire slowly over uh, over a period of time now. I've got four villages. So I don't anyone who's played the original Kingdom Stronghold Kingdoms, you can buy it on the back east. You can now get it for free and build your village, although the options are extremely limited. Is that because it's not a lot of content or is it uh, paywall? No, no, no. It's um, the it's from the original that I played. Uh, some of the graphics have been changed, but uh, you've got to go through a lot more research. And because it's online, certain aspects of the research, you've got to be in control of the Shire 
and then to keep to be able to get it you have to have certain resources in one case you've got to have a the flag for your shire and you only get one flag per day or whatever and so you go raid other people's flags to be able to get ahead unfortunately right next door to my shire i have a guy that right up near the very top level he's got a number of villages and so forth and he just obliterates so i've hit i've got to a point where i'm able to do some stuff and i'm able to beat off everyone else but i can't be because he just sends a massive army a couple of catapults and so forth destroys walls yeah the classic um early players advantage yeah but then he's also got uh four or five shires a county sent so he can send armies from his own place own plus from the, those shires where he's got an advance far enough so i can be facing like 13 different armies coming that never get unlucky my that favorite sounds unpleasant yeah i, I th- um, i'm not familiar with the game that much and the only last stronghold game i played was crusader that was a fun game and i oh, would love to play. i would like to get the sequel of that game crusader 2 and check that out but uh how, with kingdoms so it's a spin-off of the original stronghold series hey yeah um it's a free free online version um, you can buy, like, you can buy special bonus. Like, you get cards, and as you advance and upgrade level, you get more cards per day, where you can play a card where you get increased food production or that sort of stuff, where you can get extra army and weapons and so forth without having to go through the period, period of process of um, manufacturing. But, uh, yeah, you've got lots of cool stuff. So you can slowly build your cards to like it, yeah. You're limited in your army size to 500. I've never seen about to have an army. Seems to peak out at about just over 400 and get a bunch. Oh, no. Do we need to end the recording? No. <laughs> unfortunately, you can't you, you set the, the castle as actively involved as you used to be able to. So you don't actually get to, to physically move your troops around like you used to in the old ones, meet with the attack from the enemy. So, yeah, last time I got attacked castle, which is my new castle. It's only started yet. I only had 25 troops. But we beat off, defeated quite a sizable force. Yeah, he had 60 peasants, 60 archers, 80 pikemen, and a catapult. I had one captain and 25 archers, and I, I won. Nice. And at the end of it, I had 12 archers and my captain. So hopefully I'll survive this one because it's usually each attack increases in the band or whoever. Like, so you got still got um, Snake, Rats, the enemy characters, as well as which for the non-player character. And then you got the other players who may launch a raid on you. Although most of the time there's not much other players leaving everyone else. Unless they unless they start doing a big ass wave. Well, yeah. Like this is my second run through on this. My first one, I got obliterated by two factions joined together to take over a massive to take over a big area. And yeah, they just obliterated some part of them. So I went from having two villages to having No, as much as I enjoy games like that, I don't like not being able to have any downtime. Sometimes yeah. I just don't feel like playing that game and I'm dragged into it because you've got to keep up. Well, with these, like like my main, like I've got my two main villages. I only need to check in there once a day and that's to repair any damage in the walls where I've been attacked. But yeah, there, it's, it's, it smooths along pretty quickly and I get to put up enough of a fight that I kill off just placing extra archers off the enemy. Um, yeah, anything... Anything else we need to discuss this? Any other games? Any other shout-outs? Oh, yeah. We didn't put a shout-out this week either. We did the shout-out at the start. Yeah, that was, that was for last week, but not for this week, though. Any any shout-outs? Uh, I got nothing. I don't have anyone either. Oh, he's <laughs> really slacking off. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, I could find something this uh, this weekend. 30 seconds. Then... 10, 
Nine. Making that history. And we got Dead Space. Huh? Oh. Uh, I'm just looking at Dorkly on the um, This Week in Nerd History. Oh, sorry. I thought you were looking in the mirror. When you... uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, oh, today in 1648 was the birth. It was the birthday of Johann Michael Bach. It's Michael, not Sebastian. So happy birthday. Uh, oh, here we go. I'm a... Amadio Avogadro in 1770, born today, um, contributed to molecular theory, including what is Avogadro's law. You got anything else there, DJ? Or you... Well, uh, but talking about, I saw about one about Thor being savagely dark. The five times Thor has been savagely dark. Don't know why, but uh, that's in today in the history. That's what you get for looking at a listicle site. Uh-huh. No, um, it was also Leonard Tol- Leo Tolstoy's um, birthday. He was born in 1828. Funnily enough, it could take you from 18 till today to actually read War and Peace, the Bridge. But... Yep. Anything else at all? Are we done? No, um, my rapid Googling hasn't turned up anything worth talking about. Okay. Nah, nothing. nothing. Um, oh, oh uh, he, here's uh, an yeah. uh, interesting shout-out for you guys. Uh, eight years ago, um, remember... The, some JetBlue employee decides to quit his job by initiating the emergency slide. No. You guys ever heard that story? Oh, it's a very funny story. Anyway, but... Well, obviously it wasn't. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Ooh, that looks me... like that's it for another week. Um, one thing I will ask is we're coming up to 55th anniversary for Doctor So our theme tunes have been paying a bit of homage to that. Anyone in our listeners who has any special stories they want to share with us and post any special content, we're quite happy to include it. So, hey, please, let yeah. us know. If you want to tell us about how big the couch you hid behind was, and if we have any epic Whovians would like to come on and be a guest on, yeah, um. We'll have a special episode, like we'll, we'll do a special Whovian episode in November, the actual anniversary. So if you would like to join us, then please um, let us know. We might do a special party and someone can have a date with the DJ <laughs> in controlled circumstances where you're safe. We will we be there even, to protect you. And we, might even, we might even dress him up as canine. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> So hold yeah, on, I've um, got to get on um get on the internet and order some lights to make his eyepiece. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. um yeah, please check out um all the other podcasts as well from Astronaut Cannon Productions. Uh, Floof and Papa were looking pretty good. Um our re- our resident twit what address? Uh at an amalgamated. And our email address. Uh Nerds amalgamated at gmail.com. Nerds.amalgamated, but mind you. Dotamalgamated.com and our Facebook page. And we our podcasts are available. You've already found us once, so you probably know where we are, but where on where are we, DJ? Uh iTunes, Stitcher, a couple of more. Google, Google Play. So yeah. Um please drop us a message. Drop us a swear word, drop us an insult, drop us something, drop us a pizza. <laughs> Drop us some KFC. The DJ, <laughs> the DJ will lead all of that. Um, but yeah, go back and let us know what you think of the show. Once again, once again, that's it for another week. So thank you very much for listening. It's goodbye from me. See you next week. See you guys.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.